You're listening to the Up In Your Business Podcast, episode number 015. Today we talk to Scott Jordan about expanding your network, building your relationships, and not being afraid to simply make the ask. Everything I've done since then has been finding ways to leverage, manipulate, use, call it what you will, uh, the, the media to write about what I'm doing. Whoa. Welcome to the Up In Your Business Podcast, building you to do business better. This show is about intention, transparency, and insights from business professionals sharing their personal business. Discover what they've learned the hard way so you don't have to. Empowering a new breed of self-aware leadership. Here's your host, Angus Nelson. Hi there, guys. Welcome to the Up In Your Business podcast, building you to do business better. I'm your host, Angus Nelson, and I am super enthusiastic to have you joining me today. If this is your first time listening to the show, let me first start off by saying welcome. Thanks so much for spending your time uh, with us today. And I say us because I'm really excited as this episode is going to be just a little bit different. We're actually joined today by a co-host, and that co-host is my identical twin brother, Mark. Marcus Nelson, making this a true hashtag full Nelson experience. Ah, ah, we love you, Marcus. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, hey. Hey, great to be here, Angus. Fantastic. So as you can see, anything is possible today. So hopefully it doesn't get too crazy. So Marcus, welcome to the show. Nobody knows about you yet. Introduce yourself, if you would, please. I am living in Huntington Beach, California, where it is a sunny 65 degrees at the moment. Been married 17 years, got three kids to show for it, Um, trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. I have spent the last 10 years, and give and take 10 years, uh, in and out of Silicon Valley, helping companies with marketing. I started a couple companies, including User Voice, which is a customer feedback and uh, product planning solution. I also helped uh, Salesforce build their social media program, worked as their director of social media, and uh, also worked on their social or uh, small business products, including Chatter and their SMB uh, solutions. And then I started my own company called Advocate, which was a uh, employee advocacy and social selling application for big business. Uh, then our investors merged that with another company last year. So I moved to sunny Southern California, and I've been here for the last year. Which so. I think was a better call than the Bay Area. Uh, More sunshine. Well, yeah. You know, it's funny. It's got its plus and minuses, right? The weather's here. It's great. People are laid back. It's it's actually really kind of chill. And I love the fact that I can go into a coffee shop and not hear like three simultaneous pitch sessions going on behind me. Uh, that's kind of nice. Um, but, you know, I do miss my friends and, and social uh, interactions and, and opportunities in Silicon Valley. But, uh, no, kind of wouldn't trade it for the world if I could. So... There you Fantastic. go. Well, welcome, welcome. And, and it provided, you know, this doesn't go altogether horribly. We might just have to do this again. So 
Really, really, really excited to have you here, Murky. We'll, we'll let your listeners uh, make that decision. You guys get to decide. Thumbs up or thumbs down. So if you are enjoying this podcast, I have this little bit of housekeeping before we go forward. Please do me a favor and place a review in iTunes. Your reviews actually tell the iTunes algorithm gods that this show is worth listening to. So, of course, uh, when you place a review, you help us grow. And in addition, if you need anything, want to contact me or are looking for show notes, all of that's available on the website at upinyourbusiness.co. I'd really love to hear from you. So let's get on to the show. Marcus knows um, our guest here today even better than I do. Um, he knows him personally. And so our guest, he is the co-founder and CEO of Scotty Vest. He's a former attorney turned entrepreneur, launching into notoriety by an appearance on season three of ABC's Shark Tank back in 2012. And most recently, he released his book, Pocket Man, the the unauthorized autobiography of a passionate personal promoter. Today, we're talking to Scott Jordan. Marcus, are you ready to jump into this interview right now? Let's do it. Well, hi there, Scott. Welcome to the Up In Your Business podcast. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Well, great. We're also joined by my twin brother, Marcus Nelson. You know. Howdy. <laughs> I did not know you were twin brothers, though. That would explain why you were both in Sun Valley and you look alike and have the same last name. <laughs> we were roommates. All coming together. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. <laughs> Except it's, it's snow in Sun Valley. Uh, well, yeah, it's about rainy here in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, welcome to the show, both of you. So excited to have uh, my brother joining us here for the entire Full Nelson experience. So, Scott, you are the very first one to get the hashtag Full Nelson. Wow. <laughs> We are. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, bring it on. Well, it may be good, it may be bad. We're about to find out. So I want to start uh, with you yourself and Scotty Vest. For those that don't know about this product itself, tell us about Scotty Vest and what makes it so unique. Well, Scotty Vest, I started about 15 years ago to deal with how do you carry all your electronic devices and other gadgets and gizmos without looking like a complete dork. So I, I used to have fanny packs, man purses, you know, laptop bags and backpacks. And, and it occurred to me, why not take what was otherwise um, a photo vest and design a full line of clothing around the concept of using clothing to do the work for you instead of just keeping you warm and dry and good looking. So we've developed a full line with more than 40 different items with tons of different pockets and features that takes the mobile person, both women and men, um, in mind um, and addresses those needs. So we have products with 20 plus pockets in them, clear touch pockets so you can see your uh, cell phone and RFID pockets to protect your credit card and your uh, passport and pants, shorts, hats, dresses, you know, the, you name it. And we've been doing it now quite successfully. We were the first brand to start a, a, a clothing brand on the Internet without having any other distribution channel. And, um, and we're loving it. Well, awesome. I was first introduced to Scotty Vest actually through my brother, Marcus. And I believe it was South by Southwest. Um, I actually impersonated him and I took his coat, threw it over my back and he had a laptop 
in the back of the coat. And I'm like, what's this? It was actually an iPad. Oh, iPad. Okay. Pardon we'll, me. We'll, Excuse we'll me. Go with that. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the first time I actually experienced the fact that I had technical gadgets inside my coat. I also had two batteries in there, my headphones uh, and some swag uh, for giving away. I had some shot glasses and some rolled up t-shirts. I used pretty much every single pocket in that coat. You know, it, it, the, the only thing there, there are lots of pockets and you, you got to not let it overwhelm just because you have them, Marcus, doesn't mean you got to fill them. So, well, in that, in that day, I, I felt compelled, you know, it's <laughs> South by Southwest. What you going to do? Yeah. I'm going to my first South by this year. Uh, Scoble's been and Guy Kawasaki especially has been begging me to go for, for years. So I'm excited about it. You're going to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Are you taking the slingshot? I, you know, that was the, the, the plan, um, uh, but I'm, I, I haven't quite figured it all out quite yet. We're going to be exhibiting uh, there. Nice, nice. So, Why don't you tell people what the slingshot is? I don't think most people know what that is. Well, it's a, it's a vehicle made by Polaris, and it's a three-wheeled uh, motorcycle, and it looks incredible, and it's so much fun. I had it all decorated with Pocket Man logos. So when I go in for a ride, you know, I present myself as the superhero Pocket Man. And I have an incredible time, and I've driven up and down the coast of California several times to Vegas, and it, it, it's fun. Although I just yesterday got my second stop-drive uh, notice, not a recall Stop, sell, stop, drive notice because the headlights go out when you're driving at night. Now, oh, no. Just a little <laughs> thing like that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And does Which this happen all the time? Many times. And it's, it's scary as all get out. And I've reported it to the company. And they said, well, you've installed all these aftermarket electronics and whatnot and alarms. And until you remove every one of them, we will not begin to look at your um your 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 headlight issue is that because there's just not enough amperage or something in the yeah they just they just got it wrong i mean i I wish there was you know um i I wish there was a a a proper way to say it but they just simply got it wrong still if you want to see the experience on his on his uh website it's on your youtube channel right you got tons of video and you can see the whole experience of him picking people up and their driving experience it's pretty it's really sweet yeah, do a search for Pocket Rocket and Scotty Vest, and, and you'll see. I took Herbie Hancock for a ride. It's a great mechanism, actually, you know, to promote my business and my brand. It was a, a, a really fun way to do it, and um, it was it, it's something I recommend other people think outside the box. Which is a great segue because one of the things I think you've been just incredibly powerful at is being a conversation starter. And you've used that vehicle as a car conversation starter, but you've also done a number of other things, in particular, uh, your appearance on Shark Tank. Can you uh, kind of share what your experience was like and how that came about? Yeah, you know, uh, it was season three, episode seven. I presented technology-enabled clothing and um, ended up getting a, a bit of a fight with the, the sharks, uh, especially Mark Cuban. Um, in particular, he was unhappy with the fact that I had a patent and that I was enforcing my patent. And uh, you, they ask every other entrepreneur, is it patented? Most of them say pending and they just say, okay. Um, in my case, it was not only uh, issued, but reissued, enforced and litigated. And uh, Mark thought I was a patent troll. 
uh, as a result of that, the definition of patent troll is, is not someone who owns a business operating that business for that purpose. Um, so it was an exciting opportunity. This was at a time when uh, the producers took 5% of every business that appeared on the show, whether a deal was done or not. A lot of people don't know that. So when I appeared on the show, I presented not Scotty Vest, a multi-million dollar business. Uh, I presented the wholly owned subsidiary technology enabled clothing so that I didn't have to give up 5% of, of my, you know, very profitable business to producers. And, um, they, they, Which, by the way, Scotty Scott's a uh, former or reformed lawyer, I guess we'll say. So he he knows how to read the fine print. How's that? Yeah, I do. But you know, it, I was offended. It was on deep on page forty two, and and by the time you know, in fine, and it was in fine print, and and by the time you're presented with the agreement to 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 learn about the option. And a lot of people aren't sophisticated enough to understand, you know, the language of the option. It was really, you know, they get 5% of your business. I mean, or 3% of the profits at their, at, at their option uh, for no cost. Um, so it was offensive to me that it was buried so deep in there and it wasn't brought up initially when you're involved with the discussions, because by the time you get the contract, you you're gone through a number of auditions and you're already thinking of, how you're going to benefit from 7 million viewers watching you. And the last thing you you were thinking about is, oh, this is going to cost me a million dollars, which effectively is what it would have cost. So in my appearance, um, they all wanted a piece of Scotty Vest and not just the, the licensing patent company. And it got very contentious. And I called Steve Wozniak, who's on my board of advisors and a friend, and and went back and forth. And if I had merely uttered the word Scotty Vest, um, that they, was... They would have got you. Yeah. Yeah. They totally would have got you. Just for saying Scotty Vest. So you, can you imagine how difficult it is on national TV, you know, five people breathing down you and just knowing that if you say one word, it costs you a million dollars. I mean, it's it was... Um, it was not easy, but um, it, and they it's tried, didn't fun. they? They totally tried. They like the, yeah, the they final ch- edit was like fifteen minutes or something. But they actually talked to you for quite quite some time more than that, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, they really did. It, it was um, it was quite an experience. I, I I later wrote a book called Shark Bites um, that I tell about my experience and the experience of a number of other entrepreneurs people need to understand what the show is is good for it's it's a promotional opportunity it's not a place where you go thinking you're going to get money and close a deal and your life will be fantastic thereafter it just doesn't work that way Uh, most of the deals that you see close on tv actually don't close uh, they don't fund for a variety of reasons or if they fund they fund under much different terms always less favorable to the entrepreneur than um, what was negotiated on TV. So it's just something to, to be aware of. It, it is a TV show. It is not, um, it is not a, a, an alternative for a venture capital or raising money. Along those same lines, you know, the promotional side of it, you've also been really good at building the Scotty Vest brand and you've taken some really creative ways of taking 
opportunities where others may not have seen them, you've capitalized. Can you share some of the ways that you've gotten the word out about Scotty Vest and started building the company to be what it is today? Yeah, I'd be happy to. When I first started, you know, I, I had no intention of being a direct-to-consumer only company. I, I, I thought that I'd follow a path that, you know, if I could get in Hammerker Schlemmer or Sharper, Sharper Image in stores, I thought that was the path to go in. And I realized very quickly how difficult it was to break into those established resellers. So I, 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 I e-commerce enabled my site. And then I thought, well, now all I have to do is, is get customers. That should be easy enough. Uh, there must be thousands of customers daily searching for multi-pocketed hidden pocket clothing. Well, no, that isn't. You know, it, it, what do you search for when you didn't know it exists? So what I did was devote literally 40% of my time when I first started my business, I would measure it, dealing with media, finding, sending press releases. I became my, my own PR person. Um, and it paid off because if you do a search for Scotty Vast under Google News, or you'll see we've been written about extensively. So I, I recognized that it was these media, the media that had um, really the opportunity to get in front of consumers. And, and everything I've done since then has been finding ways to leverage, manipulate, use, call it what you will, uh, the, the media to write about what I'm doing. And that meant to do something interestingly enough, to, interesting to, to merit it, or um, you know, find opportunities such as Shark Tank and leverage them, or other things I, I've done. You know, from uh, Delta, you know, refused to let us advertise in Delta Sky Magazine because we wanted to say we save on baggage fees. So rather than just you know, letting that email say, sorry, we didn't want you to advertise because of this, I, I made it fairly public. And as, as a result, if you search you know, Delta Airlines and Scotty Vest, you'll find hundreds of thousands of articles talking about this from some very reputable sources. You know, we've uh, had a couple travel around the world for 90 days with only their Scotty Vest, no baggage. It was called the No Baggage Challenge, and it benefited charity. So there's just, you got to constantly be thinking, including uh, the, the Pocket Man car, you know, the Polaris Slingshot. It was a super cool car, motorcycle that came out. And I thought, wow, you know, how can I, how can I leverage this? Um, I wrote a book, you know, Shark Bites as well, which was a very easy book to write. I just sent out surveys to my fellow Shark Tank entrepreneurs and cut and pasted what they had to say, did a little edit, wrote my story. And, and the book and wrote done. itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so um, you, ca you, have to, you have to think outside the box. My book that I'm most proud of is Pocket Man, it, and, and a lot more work went into that than Shark Bites. And it's about you, the, the passion that you need to bring to every opportunity you have to personally promote your business and yourself. And the moment you lose that passion, and it sounds so obvious that it's almost ridiculous, but that's really what it's about, and, and, and to build those relationships. You know, uh, I met Marcus through Dent, which is a, a conference here in Sun Valley. And we, you know, provided uh, uh, all the, 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 um, the swag for the conference. And as a result, everyone knows my company from all over the country and, you know, parts of the world as a result.
Well, and don't forget, you he's also done a great job. I, I he, he neglected to mention this, but uh, Scott does a great job of whenever he goes to a new city, he has these little kind of influencer meetings where he will uh, he'll get some hors d'oeuvres and get some drinks and bring people to like a you know, little bar or a hotel. And yeah, I'm a fan of that. I, I, yeah. I find out any of my customers that were. Um, uh, you know, in that city, around that city, I'm going to New York next week. And, you know, it could be five people show up or 50 or 100. And I, I have an opportunity to meet with my, I, you know, I think it's a little pretentious calling fans. I don't know what to call them, but uh, customers, friends, um, influencers. And, and, and we talk about my business and how I can improve. And I show them the product line. And it's, it's a, a whole bunch of fun. And in New York, I'm actually... Uh, coordinating now with a guy who has a a, a live um, uh, podcast, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, and uh, he wants to come to my event and broadcast it, and I'm I'm super thrilled. Yeah, seriously, why not, right? Yeah. And you, didn't you also have a story about just through just mistakenly finding somebody, or coincidentally, I should say, finding a customer just come up through your feed? You know, customers come through, you know, various, you know, places and, and Laura, my wife reads every, or used to every order that was placed, she would look and see if it was someone notable. My favorite one is, is, uh, uh Steve Wozniak, um, who is, as I mentioned, became a board member, but he just placed an order on my website and I replied immediately saying, I'm a huge fan. And it was, we, as a result became, friends and a relationship ensued. And that's a great example. I said, Steve, I have an idea. I want to create a series of Wazisodes where you and I record funny videos on, um, uh, about Scotty Vass products and situations, very, you know, sketch like, you know, Saturday Night Live. And we did. And it, it was really, really fun. I, I met Amy Tan in that same fashion, uh, Guy Kawasaki on a, a different, a different way, but through a different relationship. But I just simply asked him, we're doing these series of, of, of videos where it's called Bring It, where we show people and what they can bring in their Scotty vest. And you're always surprised if you simply ask someone what they, if they'll do it and you make it simple and you go to the trouble to ask them nicely and you, they will do it. So I met with him last week in San Francisco. He took, you know, took out his camera because he liked it better than my camera and took a series of pictures through this video. So, yeah, it's leveraging. You just stole my example. I was going to push this whole thing of I just had a conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking. They're selling these little cameras and they were saying, well, how could we do these cameras? Because they're like a GoPro, but they're 360 and nobody's ever heard of them before. How do we get out there? And I use you as an example. And I, I, I told them stories, you know, all the stories like the Steve Wozniak and all, all the things I know about you. Right. And I the point that I was going to say to him is because you got to ask. You don't get it because you didn't ask. And, and now you just said it. And I was like, dang it. That was my, that's my next No, you, I mean, you, you, you really. Truth, really and and, and, and it, it's so empowering. I mean, I, you know, the worst thing they can do is say no. And, you know, and who cares? Um, it's no no sweat off your back to ask, right? If they say no, oh shoot, okay, well, whatever. Yeah, I ask, you know, and, and and they they will respect you 
for, for, for asking as well, I, I, I believe. And it, also I would point out, and Scott already knows this, but you don't ask until you've given something, don't you? Like you provide something for people. Right. You give them an yep. experience or you give them a product or you do something for them before you ask, right? I, I, absolutely. I, yeah. Absolutely. You can't just start out with a straight up, although, you know, sometimes you can, but. You got to weigh it out though. Yeah, you know, I look at every relationship, you know, uh, when Amy Tam was a customer of ours, it's a funny story. Amy Tam, a famous author, the Joy Luck Club, um, among others, uh, best-selling author. Um, she placed an order and Laura for, forwards me her email saying, you know, I, I think this is the Amy Tan. And uh, I didn't know who Amy was, so instead of Googling her, this was many years ago, I just forwarded Laura's email and the order confirmation with the subject or the the text, are you the Amy Tan? (laughs) And she writes back, yes. (laughs) Now I thought to myself, I just made a complete ass Ah. out of myself. And so I learned a little bit about her and I sent an email back and forth and I didn't ask her anything during the first 20 emails going back and forth. And then she tells me she's a member of this this rock and roll band of, of writers with Stephen King and uh, Scott Turow, all best-selling authors. And I said, oh, I, wow, I noticed you were doing that. Would you mind if I outfitted your whole band? And she said, no, I, I would love that. That would be cool. So I provide, you know, and as a result, you know, I, I have to say that, you know, she's first and foremost a very close friend of mine, you know, that you know, it was, it was a sincere effort to make her my friend. And, and it, it, it has worked the same as held true with, with all the other key influencers that, that I've managed to, to, to befriend in, 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 a, you know, initially a, a partially tactical way, but now it enables me to make business part of my life and my fun. You know, when I can hang out with these people and, and, and know that I, I'm doing so because they, they enjoy my company because I try to bring something entertaining to the table and, I, and I'm really passionate about what, what I'm doing as well. And people, people read that passion in people and they also know when you're trying to just use them as well. So I would, I would encourage you, everyone to make sure that you know you, you do it sincerely. Yeah, you make you make very succinct and as you say um, sincere deposits before you ever ask for the withdrawal. Exactly. When you started all of this, how long did it take you to kind of connect to this whole influencer marketing type of mindset or is this something you learned along the way? You know, I, I think I've refined it, you know, um, you know, I Along the way, I think the, but it's always been a part of it. I mean, the, when I first started influencer marketing, you know, 15 years ago, there weren't internet stars. There, they were media stars. They were David Pogue and and Walter Mossberg, and and so I I I I pursued it in that fashion. But it just became easier. People become a lot more accessible on the internet. You know, um, you can reach out to them more publicly, and you can get on their page and and provide value to that as well. And for you, because you work with so many, and again, we're using this this air quotes thing on influencer, whether they be tech or whatever celebrity, many times people are very private in terms of, you know, what they share, being vulnerable, being transparent. And you yourself are a super open person. Like if you think of something, it comes out your mouth. And... 
for some people, they choke for on good that for, bad. for good or bad. For good or bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? But um, there are a lot of people that really struggle to be themselves, to really be open, whether it be good or bad. I mean, recently we've seen some of our mutual friends who you are going through um, issues with addiction or issues with challenge or relationships. The more that I think some of that stuff is shared, the more powerful our little community becomes. What are your thoughts about how you share and um, how it impacts those around you? Yeah, I have a really interesting philosophy on my life. I don't do anything that I wouldn't share on Facebook. So think about that for a moment. That is my guide. That's my limit. What you see. So as a result, I share a lot and it's been a tremendously helpful tool for me. I get immediately immediate feedback from people who feel connected to me to one degree or another. And it's often extraordinarily helpful feedback. In fact, right now I'm scrambling to get a booth ready for CES a month prior to the show, which is ridiculous, a custom booth made. And I'm posting my frustrations and my, and my thought process on my, on my Facebook page. And sure enough, you know, I'm getting real helpful information that's making things happen. So I overshare. I think it gives people a, a view into my life. Um, my wife has never once been on Facebook. I imagine both of you might know more about me than my own wife knows about me. <laughs> um, you know, because I overshare with her and she's bored by it and doesn't care. So, right. It, you know, it works for me. Um, and it only started working when I when I viewed the people that follow me, that it has to be about a relationship. It's not about the numbers. It's not about the likes. It's not about, you know, I, I have to care what people say. I have to acknowledge that they said it. I, I, I don't, I don't always respond, but I always do a thumbs up acknowledging that I at least read what people have said and, and, and treat it like a, a real relationship. And I try to have fun with it. I, I don't view it as another thing I have to do. Um, and let me take another direction. You know, you own your own company. What are those areas that someone new coming into the quote unquote game should know before they jump in the water? So basically it's this, do not focus on trying to find a unique idea that no one has ever thought of, and then wait for that idea to come along and then start your business. Um, in my case, I was waiting for that and I thought I found it with, you know, the, the whole wiring system and the whole thing I presented on Shark Tank. And, and, and what I discovered is that for the most part, and maybe Mark Cuban is right about this, is that patents and, you know, it's, it's, it's not the more time you spend focusing on protecting your idea and coming up with an, a, a completely unique idea, it's all wasted time. I'd rather I had all that time back. And I had to focus on what's most important. And that's two things, um, execution and building a brand. And, and they're related to each other. Mm -hmm. So um, my advice is, you know, if you want to start a business, you know, do something that's already being done, but just do it better. And, and having been running a business now for 15 years, I can continue to do Scotty Vest better. And I'm, I, I, I am trying every day. But there are a lot of crappy businesses out there that make a good deal of money. They're really inefficient. They don't, they don't execute well. They don't communicate well. So just that's a really important statement. And then build your brand and execute well. Last question for you. If you were to go back 
to your 20-year-old self, knowing everything you know right now, what would you tell yourself? To start this business sooner and stop shopping for that amazing idea. That's exactly what I would say. I I practiced law. I always wanted to be in business. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. I was looking for the one thing no one had done. and, and, And I think that... If I had done that, I would have been happier, more successful sooner. I, I, I view years 21 or when I graduated college through, you know, I started Scotty Vast, you know, when I was about 40, I think, or 35, 15 years of complete wasted time. <laughs> I had fun. I learned a lot. But um, if I had those 15 years to, to, to follow my dream sooner, do it sooner. Stop waiting. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Marcus, you have any final words? All I was going to say is there was a just a moment just recently that I think personifies who Scott is and what his business is all about. He did a random Facebook post and said, hey, I'm, I'm thinking of redoing these cargo pants I created. And, you know, if, if you were to have the perfect pair of cargo pants, what would they be like? And he asked Everybody who's following him on Facebook and people just jumped on it. Hey, I like this brand. Hey, I like this pocket. Hey, I like how this makes my phone feel in my, you know, on my thigh. Oh, I like a bigger pocket there. And it, just that kind of feedback where people were so they were so excited to uh, input on what he was doing. And now I've got construction next to me. Perfect timing. But uh, you know, that to me personifies Scott. Is that he reaches out. And he's built and invested and put so much time and effort into these customers that they want to see him succeed. They want to see him do better. And they're just itching. And the only thing that's separating what he does in his business and probably everybody else's business is that he asks. Hmm. Yeah. And, and there, here's, I, I want to add one, one other thing, what I would advise other, other people to do. Um, and it's a perfect example after what you just said. It's everything I do, I F you. Every single thing I F you, I follow up. And you'd be shocked how many people do not. And and that's just what you said right now about the cargo pants. You know what I did before this call? I cut and paste that whole discussion in Facebook into Basecamp where we track projects, where we have a discussion going on now about what to do with the cargo pants. So you know, you if you start something, finish it. Email makes it so easy for things to like come and no one, no one, no one finishes things. No one answers things. It's like, you know, it's just out there. So just F you everything. And I have systems that help me do it. And, um, you know, I've written about it in a LinkedIn article. You can, you can check it out. Um, uh, follow up on LinkedIn, but it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty simple really. That should be that should be a Scotty that should be a Scotty Fest T-shirt. <laughs> F always, you. Yeah. And then when always F asks, you like, everything. Always yeah. F you everything. Yeah. Scott, thank you so much for being a part of the show, Marcus. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. Scotty. Thanks for the full Nelson. <laughs> you Woo-hoo! got it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys. Right. Have an awesome day. Bye bye. Well, that was the Full Nelson experience. Thank you, Scott and Marcus, for uh, being a part of this call today. You know, Scott um, was talking about uh, two things I want to just touch on real quick. One is relationships, and the other one was making the ask. 
You know, when it comes to developing relationships, it is so powerful when you come from a perspective of serving or come from a perspective of, um, of being sincere and authentic and genuine. In this day and age, there's, there's, there's a few and far between. And I have to tell you, for me and the friends that I choose and the friends that I invest my time in, those that I know I can have honest and real conversations with that can be um, great sounding boards or will, that aren't afraid to tell me the truth, um, those are the kind of people that um, help me to grow, that help me to become all that I can be. Those are the kind of relationships uh, I want to invite you to explore and even more importantly, to model, to be. Um, yeah, taking the time to be vulnerable and getting comfortable in your own skin will help you get ahead by being that person that people will trust and uh, feel comfortable around and more importantly, want to be a part of. And so that's one way of opening a door uh, for your future is the more that you expand your network around people that are genuine and real and connected, the more that you can serve one another. And, uh, I think that's a pretty powerful takeaway from today's show. The second one is the ask making the ask. I know I've struggled with this and I don't know if it's my Midwest roots. It's, um, you know, we, we're hardworking and we can do it and we got it. We got this. Um, it's hard for me to make the ask sometimes to ask for help, and I, I do struggle with that. And I know on this show at this time, I, I ask people to go to iTunes and place a review or I ask you to go to the website and um, you know things of that nature. Um, I want to make an ask specifically that you help me to help others. And today what I'd like you to do, if, if you're open to it, is to share either this show um, in particular or one of the other shows you've heard in the past, but share the up-in-your-business experience with someone else, whether it be a friend or a coworker or even through one of your social feeds. And if you share on Facebook or Twitter, I mean, I would be ecstatic. But my point is this. In order for us to go where we want to go, we need a lot of like-minded people. And... That's going to take some work, and um, and I'm going to be patient and keep doing what I'm doing um, so that you can become all that you can be, that I can try and bring you the kinds of resources that are going to help you to grow and become your most effective self. And that's my goal, is I want to be available to serve you. Uh, at the same token, um, I want to keep serving as many people as I can. Um, so if we can create a community of people that are open and transparent, especially on our, uh, private Facebook page, um, up in your business, uh, Facebook page, they're having conversations. Um, it's, it's just starting. People are starting to percolate some conversation. Um, these are the kind of things that I think, uh, build momentum and build movements and you're invited. So come on, let's do this. So next week, 
We're going to be talking to Mark Schaefer. If you're unfamiliar with him, he is phenomenal at marketing and especially social business marketing. In addition, we're going to talk a little bit about leadership and his journey. I think you're really going to enjoy that. So thank you so much for joining us today and being a part of uh, the full Nelson experience with Scott Jordan. It's been fun. And uh, perhaps we'll have Marcus come and join us again. Other than that, have an incredible day. Uh, Be amazing. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Up In Your Business podcast with Angus Nelson. Find more at upinyourbusiness.co. Remember, that's .co, not com.